0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Hi, welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you?
1: I'm really well, thanks. How are you? Um, this one
0: is right up your street. It is.
1: <laughs> this is my one. <laughs> Th- this is your one. Yes. So
0: So what's the process for shooting a wedding?
1: Yeah, so I've got a fair bit of experience in this one, not to gloat or anything. Um, it's a big process and, and this is a really good timely one because I've been approached by several, several um, starting out photographers wanting to second shoot with me in the last couple of months, uh, which has been quite flattering. Thank you very much, guys, if you're listening. Um, So I'll go over really quickly what the process is. Now, this is going to be very condensed because it would take me a lot longer than 20 minutes to explain it. So the process for me for shooting a wedding, of course, first is to get an inquiry through and hopefully book the client. Let's say hypothetically, yes, we did book. So the process... And and could that
0: start, could that be at the engagement?
1: Absolutely, yeah. It could literally be the day after the engagement. (laughs) If you're lucky enough and you've got some gorgeous people following your work and they love you, um, it can be the day after, which is all the week after, a month after, uh, which is great. So from there, I guess the process for me is uh, once I've booked booked a client, whether it be through an inquiry, over the phone, um, I really like to meet with... With my couples first to just see if we're a good fit for each other because I feel when you're spending such a long time with someone on your wedding day in such an intimate scenario as being their photographer, it's really important that um, you get along as yes as people um, that you've got very similar values, very similar visions for what what you want to achieve out of their wedding photography. So once all of that's gone through and where we love each other, we love to have a beer together and have a giggle and a laugh, which is what I like to do. Yeah. We go through the process. That's breaking the ice. That's breaking the ice. (laughs) The best way to break an ice is over a beer. Gosh, come on. Or a piece of cake or a piece of cake. Um, And then so from there, we just kind of start the planning process. So I think it's really important as their wedding photographer that I can guide them through how to create a timeline for their wedding day so that we all get, and when I say we all, I mean uh, the couple, and also the vendors to some point, so anyone else that's involved in being their support crew on the day. I think it's really important that we have have all those objectives kind of ticked and crossed and we find out when things are happening. Yep,
0: so you, you get that timeline.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the timeline can start as early as as I guess maybe 7 or 8 in the morning depending on what type of wedding it is and can go right through until 10, 11 yep. o'clock at night. So it's quite a quite a long day. And I always ask my clients to imagine themselves five years after their wedding and picture what they're going to look back at visually. So what types of images do they want to see, which really helps me understand what types of pictures they're after. Do they want lots of party pictures? Do they want lots of candid images? Are they after a gorgeous hero shot to go on their wall, which is, of course, my favourite because I get to get a bit creative. And then it goes through the guiding process of, of, of showing them how we can achieve it through the timeline and through the package that they've booked depending on how many hours they've purchased.
0: Yes, because because I think each couple would be different. Like some people yeah. would, would want you to get maybe the hair and makeup mm-hmm. that that process.
1: Yes, and some couples don't want that at all. They mm. don't feel that that's necessarily part of their day. The way that I like to photograph is I like to create a bit of a storyline with the photograph so I'm really showing the couple, what the day looked like in a whole from both yes. perspectives, and, and
0: that's great too because yeah. because traditionally the bride and groom are separated; they don't
1: see each other, <laughs> which is really exciting. <laughs> For me, it's quite exciting. Secret squirrel stuff, yeah. So I get to see the boys and then go to the girls on yep. a on my ideal booking, yes. Um, and then it's going through all of those motions, so really creating that visual framework that that tells the um. I guess it gets the storyline of the day. And it's, yeah, there's so many other things that kind of go into the process of shooting a wedding from checking your gear, Yep. Um, making sure you've got your workflows all correct, sending out your emails, making appointments. It is a huge, huge event. Do, do you
0: normally, if it's somewhere you haven't shot, do you scope it out?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Unless it's somewhere that's quite a fair way away or it's been a wedding that's been booked quite quickly. So sometimes you can, you can get bookings that could be so so short-term in advance that you don't have the opportunity to go and check out a scenario, sorry, a location. If that's the case, I will Google it,
0: (laughs) see what else I can find. Google Maps and Street View, you can get a lot of information. Really good,
1: yeah. And usually event, like um, venue websites, you can get a lot of, you can get an idea for what the venue's like and asking other photographers if they've shot there, if there's any challenging.
0: So some of those things you'd be looking at is locations where you can potentially pose the couple.
1: Yep. Uh, also,
0: how the lighting might be on a, a particular time of day. Yeah,
1: yeah. So sunset's one thing that's really important to identify. Finding out what the sunset times are for a wedding. Yeah. So you can kind of work a little bit backwards from there. So a lot of couples really love those those shots where you're getting the sunset or they're on the beach or in the hinterland. It's another thing to think about if you're shooting in the hinterland in a valley or over a hill. Potentially, yep. you'll lose your light just a touch earlier because the sun will go behind. Yeah. Behind the hills and whatnot. So that. That would just come with a bit of experience and yep. and kind of getting familiar with those kinds of things. I'm trying to think on the day, the process is crazy.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Well on crazy. the day, you've you, you do need to have a really good understanding of, yeah. of where and what's happening when. Yes. So you can be have the appropriate gear out, the appropriate Absolutely. lens on, be in the, the right position.
1: Absolutely. And that is actually, to be honest, I'm finding that. A tougher thing to achieve these days, not necessarily being prepared, but being able to read a scene. So being able to walk in and get a really good understanding of who's who, what's happening. Um, And I must say the biggest interference I'm finding is mobile phones in those scenarios. So people taking selfies, um, vendors taking their own images can completely disrupt your timeline. So that's a challenging thing that, that you need to be able to work around flexibly.
0: And because I noticed you'd probably have seen a huge change in people's behaviour at weddings, particularly around oh, phones, in the last... So much so. ...10 years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I take more photos of people taking photos these days yep. than getting, you know, getting anything else because I find them quite amusing, to be honest. Well, I love it. Yeah, when they, when they're, <laughs>
0: trying, they're trying to be super creative with their phone and...
1: Yeah, you know, because they're going to get a better picture. They yep. absolutely will, you know, especially with the iPhone 11. It's going to happen. <laughs>
0: Got, um, it, I believe they're bringing a, a new wedding mode on it, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I have been told about that. You could shoot a whole wedding on your iPhone 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do it actually. It would be hilarious. Yeah, so that's definitely something you need to take into consideration and how to navigate through that so you don't offend anyone is 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 something I've had to learn quite yep, fast. Yep. Um,
0: because some sometimes the, the venue might present special challenges mm. that you may need extra lighting. Yes. Yeah. It's very dark indoor.
1: Yeah. And you may also be working alongside a videographer that brings in additional lighting. So therefore which, which you Which can be a challenge. Can be a challenge. It can absolutely be a challenge. And I'm I'm keen to actually find ways to work better with videographers so that we can both get
0: get the shots. Get in.
1: the shots that we need. Yeah. And we can create some beautiful work for our clients. Um Lighting can be really tough. I find sometimes it can can really interfere with the beautiful ambience. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think
0: it's one of those, those those challenges of any event photography. Is yeah, when you bring when you're bringing in artificial light. Yes, how it will have an impact. I mean, if you use artificial light correctly, you can actually mimic.
1: That's right. That's Natural exactly light. right. Yeah, I agree with you. know what you're you. doing. Yeah, yeah. But in that case, you know, I, I like, especially if I'm shooting by myself and there isn't videography or additional lighting, I'd use a lot of flash work for yeah. that. So that takes a fair bit of practice to get right.
0: And the challenge I would think is that you don't have a lot of time to do your setup. No. You can't sit there and just punch out a whole lot of test shots.
1: No. Uh, you you pretty probably... much
0: just got to know where you're going to put your lights. Yep.
1: Yep, where are you going to put your lights, where you're going to
0: put your people.
1: Absolutely, where are you going to put your people, how you're going to get the best shots, best, ang- best angles. Yep. It's a really tough gig. Well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's
0: when the experience comes in.
1: Yeah, and I have to say, without, without that many years of experience behind me, I wouldn't be able to go into those scenarios and be able to feel as confident as I do.
0: Just go into autopilot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it kind of is a bit autopilot. Yeah. Sometimes not so much. You know, you can be hit with curveballs where you walk into a reception venue and the roof's black, so you have to change your flash technique. Because yes. I'm a big fan of Are
0: you a bounce flash. I
1: love bounce flash. Yeah, for some reason, to me, it feels more natural. Yeah. But yeah. I've started to recently shoot a little bit more direct flash because. Yeah. I am enjoying those results as well. So yeah. yeah, it's that's that's a tough one. So yeah, we're really we're really going over it quite quickly, aren't we? Yeah. Well I
0: think the whole idea of like I said this podcast was that mm. there is weddings are kind of a special type of gig to shoot. They're not your normal No not your normal real estate where and I think today you did a real estate shoot, did you? I
1: it? did, I did, I did a real estate So, job so a very marketing. different process
0: today when you've so rocked different. up. you've done that. Yeah, you've, you've got your shots of the house and yep. rooms, and
1: I get home. Send it off to the editor yep. to do because and it's, it's pretty much done. Yeah, real estate work is one thing I will not even attempt to edit myself anymore. It's just it just takes way too long, so I send yep. that to the professionals. And I think that's a really good thing to understand my weakness in that scenario and send it off somewhere else so that I can do work elsewhere. Yeah,
0: so but with your with your wedding stuff, you like to work hands on.
1: Very much so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I love being kind of as involved as possible so i know what's going on it helps me anticipate what's going to happen yeah um it's really great to make friends with the mc at a wedding so you can understand the timeline and also being um being quite understanding as well with that timeline it can be blown out it can happen early it can happen a lot later well that's
0: why i mean things things happen when (laughs) whoops
1: kicking everything around i'm trying to destroy the set (laughs) studio here sorry everyone
0: Um. Yeah. So yeah, having, having like people in the know on the day yeah. is invaluable. So that's one. That's one of the processes you go and hunt these people down. Absolutely. And yeah. You, and you connect with them and.
1: Yeah, yep. which it's a lot of people to be familiar with on a day. So it's
0: yeah. So have you developed that? That's one thing I think is a challenge. You're going to get told that all these different people are going to be there, and you need mm-hmm. to get shots of Arnie May and. Mm. You know, da, da, Uncle da, Bob da. around the corner. Yeah, Uncle Bob and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, but do you have a process for trying to like remember those or do you just find that you, you can tuck them in the memory and they're there?
1: Yeah, I it, it, it can be diff, difficult when there's a lot of people at the wedding. So if you're talking about maybe... 150 plus people yep. and being the only photographer in the room, it can be challenging. I'm
0: trying to remember everybody, yeah. who, 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 where they are. Yeah, and
1: in. I remember faces more than names. I'm pretty fortunate where I've got a slight photographic memory. So if I see that's someone... it's a bit ironic. It's really good. It serves me well. <laughs> I recognise people from 20 years ago and they get quite shocked. It's quite funny. Um, but I can usually cement and I...
0: Do you know that there's actually a skill that people actually, there is a known skill? Yeah. That people, certain people, not everyone can do it. Yeah. They can. You can just shun um, one person. Yes. And then you can then basically come back, find that person. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I'm pretty clever at that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to blow. It's right actually on. a thing. It's actually you know there's actually they hire people. Yeah. To do that job.
1: Gosh, I might need it. You I might. Need you it. might
0: better get a side gig.
1: Yes, I might be able to. The drinking facial, stopped as much, so yeah. Facial, probably good. <laughs>
0: facial recognition. I love
1: it. I love it. Because <laughs> I do, I remember people and then I'll go to a wedding and if someone's at a, at a wedding that I was in the past at, yeah, I can say, oh, I've photographed you before. I know that. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's quite fun.
0: <laughs> so the process is basically obviously break the ice try and learn mm. a bit about the couple so you're trying to learn
1: absolutely get
0: a, bit of a bit of a feel yeah does that that's going to have some influence on how you're going to shoot them isn't it
1: absolutely yeah i i'm quite a curious person by nature so i always love to know how people met yes uh, what the intricacies are that make them a special couple because they can absolutely be incorporated in your photographs if you're having an engagement session you can use that as a as a a prius of just kind of creating the mood for your session. So if they like video games, you could go to somewhere cool like Netherland yep. and have them have a few beers and play video games together and that could be quite cute and romantic, which is yep. great. Yep. Or they like ice cream, you go to an ice cream parlor. Or yep. they met while they were bushwalking. So you can incorporate those elements into their engagement shoot and I think that's really important to actually tell the story of that couple as well. That's the pre-wedding. Yep. Absolutely. And even on the wedding day if there's things that, that really resonate with those couples that they want to incorporate I really work quite hard to try and do that for them so recently I had a wedding up at Gympie with this with a gorgeous couple and when we were driving to the photographic location we pulled over because the bride has a particular view that she would go past every day and she loved it and she really wanted some photographs in front of it because she'd always thought it would be nice so that was incorporated in their wedding day so I think as well to help pro- help the process and the planning is you really need to be a great listener and really pick up on those cues as yep. well.
0: So what, what, one of those other parts of the process would be sometimes getting a shot list off the couple.
1: Yeah. So I always request from my couple not an, a shot list for the day because I can feel that can get quite um, out of hand. Yep. Um, I definitely get a family shot list. Yep. And I minimise that to eight groups because – the hardest thing I find with photographing a wedding can actually be the family portraits afterwards. The wrangling. It is insane. Um, and even when you potentially get someone from the guests yeah. that, that knows everybody, there's so much excitement. Of course, yes. they're going to be running around and not necessarily doing,
0: yeah, that's right. doing
1: those things. And good on them. they <laughs> yeah, would well be that, pretty happy too.
0: <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. There's, there's, it is a day charged with a lot of emotion yeah. and, and happiness. and. And that's why sometimes people don't want to be pulled away because they're in this Oh, great, no, great, they're having a great
1: combo or great a great... conversation. Yeah, having and, a beer or a And s- you want to
0: drag them off and take a photograph. <laughs> that's
1: the it. worst thing they want to do. And the family portrait session is dealt with quite differently yeah. compared to all the fun stuff. So yeah. it can and be...
0: A- the challenge of... And we've talked about this previously, about the challenge that some people just don't like their photo.
1: No, today. they don't. They don't. And and I can relate to that. I, I detest having my photograph taken. Um Sorry, it's a really relatable thing for me when someone says they don't want their photo taken and and then I pull out all my tricks to make them feel comfortable and and just relatable. Have have you found
0: (laughs) anything that works for you that that you've used over and over? Is there anything that you've actually used as an icebreaker for that?
1: that? Um, I usually just tell them that I relate to them and I hate having my picture taken as well. Yeah, so you're
0: just trying to come down to on yeah. the level that you're trying to yeah. and say, I've got to do this, sorry. i just got
1: to do it. I'm so sorry. Let's just get it out of the way so you done. can go have beers. And that's usually yep. the best thing you can say to someone, have a beer or a champagne or, you know, and I even sometimes become a bit of a bartender and get people drinks to, to break that ice <laughs> that little bit, which... You know, it can be quite fun as well.
0: You, you probably just have to be careful you don't get them sm- too smashed. <laughs>
1: I think I did that at one of my weddings recently. Actually, well, <laughs> I got so, the you, got the mother of the bride a little bit, a So little bit give them the shots. <laughs> yes. I knew, In my old days, I'd probably be out in the back having shots with them, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, so that process, like I said, so we've we've seen um, some of the processes there. So there's quite mm. a few things that have to kind of Yeah, and there's
1: probably consider. so much that I haven't even touched base. And if you're a wedding photographer listening to this, I'd love to hear a little bit about your process as well. So please pop that in the comments. It would be great to hear from you and see what, what you do that might be a little bit different to what yeah. I've been doing.
0: So so yeah. after the formalities are over and if they've paid you to stay back yeah. and you're trying to capture some of the... The celebrationary stuff. Yeah, and, and so during
1: of... during the reception I really try and deal with that as candidly as possible. Yep. There is a small portion where I go around and take photographs for the couple of, of people sitting at their tables. but
0: You try and capture those moments.
1: Yeah, as much as possible. It can be challenging when there's low light. Yep. Um, or I'm finding the most challenging part these days is that people are really aware that you're taking a photograph. Yes, yeah. Because we have mobile phones and we take photographs all the time. People... Aren't um, blind to the paparazzi anymore. They can't yes. look for it, so it yep. can be really challenging to get those candid images. Um, the speeches is definitely the best time to, to get them. Yeah, when there's lots of laughing and fun stuff happening. So,
0: so that's about part of the process. About obviously, how, uh, the venue on the day, you've got mm. the shots. Yeah, what, what's the process then? Okay, you've packed your gear in the car. Yep. You're driving home. What's the next part of the process as a wedding photographer? What's the next thing that happens?
1: Oh, gosh. I tell you what, the the absolute first thing that happens, I I have a little bit of a, a, a routine that I kind of follow is I've dropped my bag. When I get home, I do not touch my bag the next day. Yep. So I make a point of, especially when it's the weekend, you're photographed on a Saturday, you're home on Sunday, You need a day off because it's so physically taxing.
0: Well, you're on your feet. On your feet. You're on your feet. Yeah. You've got gear hanging off you.
1: You're dehydrated. You're exhausted. You may not have had a chance, excuse the the rawness of this, but you may not have had a chance to go to the loo all day so you can be – you could be very dehydrated and not in a good way by the end. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day is definitely a recovery day and then starts the post-production process of yeah. dumping the images back in those up.
0: So the first thing is harvest all the images off the camera bodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: so harvesting the images. So depending on whether I've, I've had a second shooter, which is not very often these days, um, I will just dump all of the images and make sure that they're all there, there. So it's usually a process of of let's dump the images, take the card out, do another dump and then go through again and just make sure that all of those images have carried over yes. to the files, which is really important. And then create a backup set. So one copy on the computer, one copy copy on the hard drive, and then potentially another copy on a backup drive. So that yes. you've got all of those bases covered. Coloured, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So And then and then I go through a process of, of picking some images as a sneak peek for my couples and yep. present them with a little slideshow. So
0: you go for and rate the images basically? Yeah,
1: basically I'm going through and rating and doing a first edit. Yes. So a first cull, which is really great. It helps me go through the final editing process really well. So doing a bit of a canvas edit over everything, um, try and do this within the first week yep. so that the couple have something that they can look at. It's a new process that I'm trying to implement over the last couple of months where I give the couple a slideshow that they can um, they can review and they can share it with their friends and friends, their family yep. or even on social media if they like to do yep, so. Yep. And then it's a process of about 4 to 6 weeks for me to finalize those those, those images. So I always like to take my time and really take a lot of care in those images yep. when I'm editing those. And also there's lots of other jobs coming through so it's really important to, yep. is, there, to is, there a, that. is
0: is do you strive for a set number of images that you're trying to produce for the client?
1: I used to. I used to kind of say there was an average of, of maybe 150 per hour, 100 to 150. But I actually think that that's dependent on the environment that you're shooting in. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. There's, there's yeah. different types of weddings. Obviously, you have your know, garden wedding.
1: Yes. And you I know, think. The
0: atmosphere is different. That's
1: right. That's right. And Some can, services are short. Yes. Some services are gone before I've even. St- I, it's not like, is that it? <laughs> they've oh, they've, they've kissed, they've signed. Oh. oh.
0: Haven't even got the shuttle Oops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so some of them are quite fast. So I think it, it will all depend on 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 the couple and their entourage on the day. Yes. That's how I'd like to put it. So if there's a lot happening, yes, there's going to be lots of images. If there's not much happening and there's not much of a storyline there, there's yep. not going to be a huge amount of images for you. Yeah. But and it's still your story at the end of the day.
0: I know, I know you've talked about this previously, part of your process that you've got there is that you actually isolate the couple yes from the rest of the party
1: absolutely So yeah.
0: for a couple of reasons give them time to catch their breath that's mm-hmm. one thing and but the other thing is that you don't need direction because you, know, you
1: yeah the they, bridal
0: party sometimes oh, why don't you take a shot at her? <laughs> dangling over the cliff
1: let me pick her up yeah, yeah all just, of those the pool. <laughs> what could go wrong everything can go wrong yeah, I definitely like to isolate them from the group and I even send the bridal party back because yep. I'm finding more and more these days the bridal party are just there for the party. Yes, yep. It, which is great. It's really awesome to have that that kind of party crew with you. But having the couple by themselves for that short time gives me the opportunity not just to get those great intimate images that they would want, yep. but also gives them a chance to connect with each other without anyone else around, which is, maybe, is, this, is
0: this the time when you might try to attempt to get the hero shot?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because they're naturally interacting and I could potentially just stand off to the side, give them a moment to themselves just so that they can really absorb what's happened. Yeah. The day goes so fast for them, so yes, fast yes. and they may not get a chance to really talk to each other.
0: Well there's a lot there's there's a lot of formalities. Lot of things. So much
1: so and there's lots of relatives to consider once you get back to the reception. There's yeah. lots of people to talk to.
0: And and sometimes you've got relatives there who may be distant relatives yeah. and, and they wanna they haven't caught up for ages, so Yeah. One of them can kinda get
1: Yeah, you know, and that's a really in, good locked into a into a chat that they can't get out of. But that's a really good point you asked before about how do I identify who to who to take notice of um and that's the reception is a really good time to watch the couple and see who they're interacting with whether it's you know the grandmother that that yep. that is quite old that they're the people that I really like to take my time with and really watch and see how they're interacting and get those beautiful moments that you may not get the opportunity to get again.
0: Yeah. And then in the process of capturing wedding, how, how much is there um, scope for creative license for you to actually do something creative, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you want the real answer? <laughs> <laughs> I have to I'll say... i take whichever hand she gives yeah. me, Kelly. I don't care. Sugar, <laughs> I, you can sugarcoat I'll it. I'll
1: sugarcoat it. So if you're going into wedding photography because you think that you can be an amazing creative photographer, that's fantastic. But if you think about photographing for a good 12 hours of formalities you may only get half an hour where you have a chance to be creative
0: where you can really control where you
1: can really control the environment yeah so where,
0: where you can where you can position people cuz i mean when they're at the altar or going down the aisle i mean they're there, they're there in that space where they are and that's yeah. that's what you got to work with
1: getting their makeup done you yep. can't control those environments yep. because they you know they've they've been set up to maximise the outcome for the makeup artist or the hairstylist, or yeah. you know those kinds of things, lighting-wise, you've got very little control over where they are. But in my experience, they're always in the perfect spot, so yeah. it's great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: do, do you think that um, wedding photography for a lot of photographers is kind of the holy grail? That that's something that people like. You've had people contact you that want, yeah, they want you to take them under their wing as a second shoe. Yeah,
1: I'm starting to wonder that as well. Is it seen as the holy grail of photography? Do they? Are people thinking that there's a lot of money to be made? I'm really sorry, there's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> but think, yeah, I think yeah. Look, it's it's like everything. It's it's a it's a really important moment. Yeah, for couples to to capture.
1: And it's exciting to be part of it. I think I, I hope that that's the reason why more and more people want to do it because they can see how how exciting and how valuable it can be for a couple to to provide them with photographs. Take the ego out of it. You're yep. there to provide a service.
0: So there is there is a mild amount of scope for a creative element.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you're really clever, there is some photographers out there that can shoot amazing, amazing creative photo weddings from start to finish. Yep. They definitely can. And, and I'm not ruling it out, but it can be quite, quite a challenging space to get if, those beautiful creative
0: images. Potentially if you kind of hold the couple up because you're trying to, you know, this amazing set mm. of images mm. that people are inside waiting yeah. f- for the reception to start and to absolutely yep. have something to eat.
1: I've worked on weddings in the past where we've been told by the venue before we even leave that we need to be back by a particular time, oh, and yep. if we're not, oh. Ooh, it's, the, the, yeah. the, the
0: beef and chicken are going to be cold.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there is so many pressures that you need to think about. What time does a couple need to be back? They have to be back for yep. their meals and their speeches and whatnot. How, and how, often,
0: how often on the day are you referring to your watch? Are you looking at your watch? All the
1: time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I even got to a, a place a little while ago where I, I would wear a Fitbit and have yep. silent alarms set up on my Fitbit so I'd yep, know when I'd it.
0: have to move. That's a very clever little yeah, tip you just passed on. Yeah, it there, is.
1: It's a really good one. <laughs> so I would set up silent alarms so that it would go off five minutes before I had to leave the groom's place. Yes, yep. Ten minutes before I'd have to leave the bride and start going to the ceremony. Because,
0: because one, one of the challenges as a photographer is that sometimes you get very absorbed in mm-hmm. the photography mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. time
1: can, can slip away.
0: Can just go. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so that, that's actually probably a really good tip.
1: Yeah, a really good tip. And develop great relationships with any of the vendors that you're working with because they can actually help you along the way. And I I think it's really important to to be really comfortable with, with talking to the hair and makeup people and making sure that they are going to be ready by a particular time um, yep. because that can definitely affect your timeline. Yes. Um, the need for the couple to be back at the reception venue can can affect your timeline if you're yep. not familiar you, with that. Because you've
0: got a factor in travel.
1: Yep, travel, lighting. Yep. So sunrise, sunset, not sun, not sunrise unless you're one of those poor people that have to get their sunrise weddings, <laughs> I feel for you. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, you you we have a lot of... A lot of restrictions, I guess, that we have to work within. Yep. Um, and I don't, I don't know if, if people that are hiring us really understand that those restrictions are in place.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of parts. It 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 sounds quite easy. Well, waiting for doctors to shoot waiting. Oh, it's, it's so hard. far but, but, from it. But there's actually so many so many processes. Yep. In there and yeah. And on the day. You're pulling out a lot of different skill sets yep. to get the shots.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You kind of, you sometimes you're a counsellor, sometimes you're a seamstress, not just a photographer. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I think it's really important that you are personable because that's how you can get the best out of your photographs and yep. the people that you're working with, and being fun and positive and and a can-do attitude with you know everything can work, and not being too shy. I think it's really important to be able to talk to people and not. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, one of the things is obviously. At some points you have to give direction.
1: Yeah. I put my um my big girl pants on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> And often apologize to the couple before it starts and say, I'm really sorry, I've just got to get quite assertive right now. Yeah. Um, and that can definitely happen during the family photographs.
0: Yes. You need to keep you need to keep the bus moving.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we also need to listen to the people that are paying the bills.
0: <laughs> so yes. Yes.
1: so if Arnie Mae is asking you to get photos, say yes, we'll get those at the reception. Yes. We just cannot afford to get those now because it's going to affect our timeline.
0: Yep. So there's, always, there's also always a possibility for workarounds in that situation. Yeah,
1: yeah. and also I think you need to be quite flexible with your approach because your timeline will change, things will run late, things may run early. Yes. You may be asked to do things that you weren't aware of. Yes. So yeah. it's, yeah. And, that, and
0: that's part of being the preparedness of, of, of having a bit of an idea of what yeah. you're actually getting yourself in for.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It, can be, it can be quite interesting. Yeah, so anyone thinking of just going out and shooting a wedding because you want to be a wedding photographer um, – do some research. Yep. Try and get some second shooting gigs. I'm really sorry I don't have any work to give you right now, <laughs> but um, it's really important that you understand what happens at a wedding before you go into it fully fledged.
0: Yes, fantastic, yeah. Terry. Well, hey, Terry, thank you for sharing some of your processes. No
1: worries. It was a really quick overview. There's lots it's of a steps quick overview, missing. It's <laughs> but I think it, I think
0: it, it. I think for some people it would be useful just kind of hear those things. Maybe they'll. I'm sure they've picked a couple of little tips up along yeah, the Yeah, so yeah, absolutely, fantastic. Yeah, so leave some comments for Terry. She'd love to. Yeah, answer.
1: please, I'd love to. Love to read some comments yeah, for
0: this one. And she's also always very obliging. She'll answer questions. <laughs> well. I will, right. absolutely will. Thanks, Terry. Until next episode. No worries. Thank you. See, See ya. ya. Bye. Bye.